hey, this show is entirely listener-supported. That's you. You're a listener. If you want to support the show and find out how to get bonus content and early episodes and monthly video hangouts with me and Jeff, you can head to patreon.com slash wehaveconcerns. I don't know. So you might as well burn them. Burn all your comics. This is We Have Concerns. Hi, Jeff Canada. <laughs> Hi, Anthony Carboni. Hello, concerned citizens. Uh, this, uh, this is an interesting story. This was sent to us by Gene Man 67 on the subreddit. Gene Man. Gene Man. Gene Man. Uh, I wonder if his name's just Gene. And it's like, hey, Gene Man. Uh, this is a story about the geomagnetic field that wraps around planet Earth. I'm sure you're aware of it. Yep. It protects us from solar winds and high energy particles from space. Yep. It's there to protect us. But, you know, we don't really know much about it. We don't know how it works, why it works, what its constant state is. It fluctuates. And in fact, this new article or this new uh, study, this new evidence points to what could have been a massive geomagnetic spike that took place in the first millennium B.C., so just a huge, a huge fluctuation of a massive, geomagnetic energy, a massive spike in geomagnetic energy and how they figured this out, how they came to believe that this happened is absolutely fascinating to me. What they did was they took a, a bunch of pottery from Judah, the ruins of Judah, mm-hmm. and they analyzed it. And what they analyzed was traces of iron in, in clay. Okay. And they checked out what the positioning of the iron in the clay was in the oh, handles. Oh, that's dope. That's some Batman level shit. See, what happens is when you heat up iron in a kiln, what happens is if it's above its Curie temperature, which is 770 degrees Celsius, it becomes non-magnetic. And when... Fire uh, when clay is fired in a kiln, it's up well above the Curie temperature. Okay, and so when and then, no- wait, so then as it cools, it's like it would form back into being magnetic and orient itself. So the north the mag- and south pole goes where the geomagnetic energy is coming from. Right. So it it becomes liquidy, right? Like uh-huh. the clay. Exactly. And then as it resolidifies, because it's, the clay around it is liquid, it sort pulled, of moves into position. It pulled toward where the magnetic spike is, right? Oh, that's so good. But there's a catch. We don't know where and these- And now we know where the Riddler is. <laughs> but check this out. Sure, we, we can tell that the, it's pulled toward where magnetism is, but we're looking at a piece of a pot. We don't know where that pot was sitting. We don't know what direction it was facing. Right. We don't know anything about it. So, ah, that can't help us. Ah, except one thing. We do know that handles on these pots were generally positioned flat with the top facing toward the sky. Right. So now we can look at where. And that's where space is. (laughs) That's where space is. So they now know that the, the orientation relative to up and down is on the piece of the clay pot that they're analyzing where the iron particles are in it. So they can determine, oh, and all of these, these pots, because they were fastidious in Judah yeah. to write down who the ruler was when the pot was made, they have a timestamp on all of the pots 
Now we can see, we can chart over what time. What a weird way to organize your spice rack. <laughs> I know, right? What a strange way to keep things organized. Can you pass the salt? Uh, which one's the salt? Oh, the salt is uh, Emperor Fastidious. <laughs> Oh, Emperor Fastidious. Sure, thanks. There you go. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how it is. Yeah. Uh, so by looking at all that, they realized that there were actually two gigantic geomagnetic spikes. One in the uh, 10th century BC and one in the 8th century BC. Now, what does a spike do to this iron? Just changes the orientation of it? It, it pushes it. It pulls it mu- in a much more uh, intense way one direction so the the relative positioning of all the particles uh in the in the pot so it's distributed differently so yeah it's yeah. like it's like somebody stuck a big magnet on one side and it like pulled all the particles in one direction and when it's more powerful it pulls them farther and more right. intensely and more concentrated right so they were able to determine that there are these massive spikes more than we've ever experienced in recorded history mm-hmm. they don't know why they don't know what caused it but it had to have been a natural occurring phenomenon. It's the fucking Riddler, guys. Maybe it's the Riddler? I'm not. It's like you guys aren't paying I mean, attention to me. I mean, what is his overall plan there? Also, Riddler was in BC? Yeah, it's a BC Riddler. Or are you saying it's the Riddler- It's in Elseworlds. Are you saying the Riddler planted false evidence in pots to throw Batman off the scent? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah for he, sure. He, he broke into the National Museum of History- and I don't he, think the earth is over like 2000 years old. <laughs> it's a classic Riddler. It's a classic, classic Riddler. Riddler to make us think that the world is millions of centuries old. Yo, you got us rogues gallery. <laughs> uh, I bet he teamed up with Clayface. So what do they think? So what? There's where I come from. So what? What is it? What is a, what does an electromagnetic or a geomagnetic spike mean to the people in the eighth and 10th centuries BC? Nothing. It doesn't mean diddly squat. They going. wouldn't have even noticed. Just keep doing your thing. To us, it could mean massive crisis. It could mean a catastrophe on a level we've never experienced. It could mean all computers malfunction. It means planes Is this a crash. Y2K? It means Is it, this it, a dogs and cats living together. Are you Mass ba- hysteria. Are they trying to Y2K us? Is this really a big deal? Well, they don't know if it'll ever happen again. Or when it would happen, but they do know it could happen because it has happened. Now, here's something we do know happens. We do know that we get terrified about stuff and that, we do stupid shit. Sure, that's a given. <laughs> but we do know that the North and South Pole flip right. every so often. Which is so inconvenient for Santa Claus. It's super inconvenient because he has to move. It's like, how, how do you move all of the do elves? You know what, do you know what was really inconvenient for Santa Claus, Jeff? Delivering gifts to carnivorous dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> because Santa is and always will be and always has been and he was waiting for good boys and girls yeah but until then well, dinosaurs in, in one way though they all wanted the same thing dark eldritch gods <laughs> he had to deliver gifts to them yeah in the dark in the dark age thousands of thousands of years ago no but uh, we do know that the electromagnetic poles will flip right? right and we do know that when that happens shit goes haywire yes Compass, compasses break yeah. Now, here's what's cool about this, though. We were like, oh, God, when it flips, will it, will it kill us? What happens to us? Right. I don't really know. I bet nothing. But here's what I do could, think. It could be something, though. Could be something. Yeah. But. It's e- you know what? We can definitely say it's either something, something or nothing. These are the two options as far as the research that I've done. <laughs> it will either, uh, it, ladies and gentlemen of the United Nations. 
Yes. Here's what I've come up with. Uh, the electromagnetic pole flip will be happening soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when it does, could could be shit. Could oh. not be, could not be shit. So the 158 million dollars that we gave you to yeah. come up with this study mm-hmm. has resulted in your verdict. Yeah. That we are either screwed or or not screwed. Exactly. I feel like that was money well spent. Thank you. I also bought a really nice keynote theme for my presentation. <laughs> Did oh. you notice that? Oh, is that it does like sand? It switches like a cube. Ooh. Yeah, it's good. It's <laughs> real goodness. good. Anyway, thank you. Thank you for my hundreds of millions of dollars. Well, and uh, let's either prepare or not prepare for the coming <laughs> crisis or regular day. Well, thank you for brightening our afternoon and or dooming us all. Uh, have a have a sweet evening. You're very welcome. Uh, but we do know, here's something that's kind of cool. Analog compasses will flip. Mm. Analog equipment will flip. Mm-hmm. But most of the equipment that we carry around now is digital. Right. Screw you, analog. Software update. And all of a sudden, north is north again. Yeah. So that's kind of cool for us. But what you're saying <laughs> about this is that our very progress will be our undoing. Indeed. If this spike happens. Now, why is a spike so dangerous to the stuff that we're carrying around? Well, because it causes all of our stuff go go crazy. What do you mean go crazy? Uh, well, we would be less protected from solar storms and it would overload uh, electrical grids and it would cause, uh, I think that's when dogs and cats would start living together. It would be a weird moment because- the first dog to approach the first cat would be... They would be, kind of like lock eyes from yeah. across the and kind of be like, are we are we doing this? Yeah. Are we but doing then this? like it would catch on. I mean, it would be sort of like a Romeo and Juliet type situation, let I me think. T- let me tell you something. Yeah. The YouTube videos that day... Oh my gosh. ...would be insane. If Local news them, stations... Would, what about the electrical grids going down? That's the real tragedy is well, that we wouldn't get to see the dogs and the cats falling deeply and madly in love based on our electrical grid going down and all of our internet's well, not phone, working. Well, if my phone still has a charge... That's true. I don't know. I'm just saying. You just got to download that stuff fast. Yeah. If there's one message to take away from this episode, it's download all the videos of dogs and cats living together as quickly as possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before, before the mass hysteria. Uh, so no, this would overload our electrical grids. We would be less protected from solar radiation and cosmic radiation. Um, Destroy transformers, causing widespread blackouts. Why does it do that? Does it just sort of does it just sort of change the amount of background electrical radiation to the point where I don't know the 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 protections like the resistors and things like that that we have I don't have enough electrical engineering yeah. under my belt Neither do to I. really understand but I guess it's the background level of electricity raises so yeah everything that goes haywire yeah everything that's meant to store a certain amount of electricity is now by virtue of the fact that there's more in the air storing too much is that the deal I guess uh, if I don't understand it, it can't be dangerous. Jeff. That's true. That, I think that's, that's how everything is, <laughs> especially if you don't an- understand it. It's not dangerous. Yeah, the, you can't be killed <laughs> by something you don't understand. That's where the term ignorance is bliss comes from. Exactly. Ignorance is immortality. <laughs> that's what it really means. If nobody ever told you about death, you would never die. Oh, I wish nobody told me. I know. I know. I'm it's telling so you lame. now that you shouldn't be told, but it's too late. It's too late. We are doing a disservice telling our kids about death and also that there's no such thing as Santa Claus because the guy has to move every few centuries from the North Pole to the South Pole. It's the least we bummer. could. The least we could do. It's the least we could do. The least we could do is is not you know disavow kids of his existence. At one point, he was just delivering gifts to just the tiniest, lamest mammals. 
Oh, you know, and he went through that man. for us. He went through that for us. Santa delivered gifts for your sins. <laughs> That's one thing. Is that how is that how Christianity works? I'm asking yeah. you. Is that how it works? That is on and on Christmas. That's why they call it Christmas mm-hmm. because he delivered gifts for all the sinners. There's a naughty list mm-hmm. where sinners hang out, and there was a nice list where only the mammals hung out. Mm-hmm. The, the good mammals that were vegetarian mammals. That sounds kind of specious, but that's okay. <laughs> when is this happening, Jeff? Do we know? We don't. That's the problem, Anthony. We don't know. We don't even know if it's ever going to happen again. You know, the good news is it hasn't happened for a long time, but that means we're due. Oh, you know we're what we're due. Is? You know what it is, Jeff? What? Is their gods probably died with them and uh now their gods can't get angry and cause Oh, you think that's what that was? The electro the you electromagnetic think that they their gods by making shitty pottery? And the gods were like, oh, you call this a jug? Fuck you. Don't you put my name on that piece of crap. (laughs) They're just like, they're just like parents. They're just like parents of every elementary school kid in the world. And it's like, look, I made you another ashtray. (laughs) Oh, great and powerful uh, fastidious. This ashtray is for you. No, I don't don't want, I don't even smoke. But I may, it's, it's. I made it and I put your initials in it uh, and I put the year and I put our address and that's a picture of me and that's our dog. That are you those not prou- are just three squiggly lines. Are you not proud of me? I mean, I've always I will always be proud of you. You're my little man. But <laughs> thank you, oh Lord. <laughs> it just like throws it into like a pile of seventeen thousand other <laughs> and then like and then like speed ramp through millennia and then there's a dude like digging it up. He's like, We found all the pottery. Yeah. That's what it was. They these were guys- big smokers. I think we know how they died. <laughs> they were big smokers. Man, the ancient city of Judah was just all smokers. Dude, I I mean they just sound they was raspy. <laughs> And coffee. <laughs> Their uh, entire economy was based on ashtrays. It's just it's just a bunch of like Tom Waits albums walking around. <laughs> uh, here's a fun sentence that I uh, I love. It says, uh, "Here's what the, one of the scientists says: If the eighth century BC geomagnetic jeté is real, models for generation of the magnetic field need significant revision." First of all, I like that she used jeté. Yeah. Second of all, cosmopolitan, this completely changes our understanding of what the geomagnetic field around earth is capable of doing based on this jeté. But she does say if it's real because it might not be real. Yeah. So here's my thing. Talk about the jeté. I mean, look, consider the jeté. I'm going to talk about a jeté. I'm going to talk a plie. <laughs> I'm going to talk about all of them. Okay. I'm going to be in third position while we're doing <laughs> Thank it. Thank God. But here's what's up. We know something made the iron particles in this pottery lean to one side. <laughs> right. That's what we know. Yes. Everything else is kind of conjecture, right? Yeah. Is that where we're coming from on this? You're, you're still saying it could be the Riddler. Well, I'm just saying we don't know Edward Nigma's whereabouts. Right. At that particular time. <laughs> the 8th century BC. In the 8th century BC. It's true. We do not know now, his whereabouts now he is fictional <laughs> and that was you know ten thousand years ago or t- like a, a lot of t- <laughs> ten thousand years ten ago billion years ago <laughs> yeah uh but putting those two facts aside yeah or one fact and one nonsense one thing, nonsense one nonsense thing and then uh me doing math wrong <laughs> putting all that aside right could be riddler could be the riddler could be riddler i think what we need is a geomagnetic batman suit sure 
I think you could get, I got geomagnetic Batman one year for Christmas instead of regular Batman. And I was so disappointed. Well, that's because Santa, I was moving that year. Santa was moving that year. He's like, shit, I (laughs) packed up all the Batmans. Which Batman did this kid want? Give, give him geomagnetic Batman. Give the guy a break. He just, at least he didn't give you like any leftover uh, raw meat from the crustaceous era when well, he was giving out presents The kid then. next door to me did get library sciences Batman, <laughs> which is like, listen, all respect to the library sciences. Yeah. But like, it's not a particularly interesting Batman. Do you think it was a little, I don't know, lame that they gave library sciences Batman those spectacles? I mean, it's a little on the nose. It's, I mean- it did seem a little bit like, come on, he can't be like, he's still Batman. He's still Batman. He doesn't now need spectacles he just because he's in the library. Yeah. Although I don't know how he gets that card catalog around with him. <laughs> it's a, and I think it's all book. on computers now. No, it's, it's crazy a, that he doesn't. Anyway, it was probably Riddler. I think we can, I think we can put this case no, closed. I, I, case no. closed. So like, this is, this is clearly the worst case scenario. Okay. Here are my two questions. Number Uh-oh. one. They found a couple spikes. How far apart were these spikes again? Uh, 8th century, 10th century. Okay, so 200 years. Yeah. So one every two centuries. But now it just not, it just not? It says um, now it just, sometime it in the does late not? 8th century, there was a rapid fluctuation over the period of about 30 years. The first intensity increased to over 20% of baseline, then plunged to 27% under baseline. So the overall trend at that time was a gradual decline, but the intensity spiked. Okay. Okay. So, th- it was a period of unusual activity. Yeah. Okay. And, and so we don't know height, why. Both the height and sharpness of the spike push up against the limits of what some geologists think Earth's outer core is capable of even doing. Man, you don't even know what the outer core is capable of. <laughs> you don't want to know. You, you don't, don't want to know. You don't want to push, the, don't outer push core. the outer core. Don't you fucking push the outer oh, core. Oh, motherfucker. The outer core has a very particular set of skills. <laughs> The outer core just wanted to retire and live in peace. Yeah. But the you outer know what? core thought the tragedy was all behind him. You should have not taken the outer core's daughter. No. That was three first, times. That was your first That's mistake. That's crazy. That's a crazy amount of times that to was try your, that. That was your first, second, and third mistakes. Those were all of your mistakes. <laughs> you and made now, three mistakes. And now every week on TV, <laughs> they're stealing his daughter. Is that what's going to happen? Is now? that how it works? Why are they messing with the outer core like that? Don't do it. Seriously, I saw the pre I saw the preview for the Taken series and I'm just I didn't even know there was a Taken series. There's a Taken TV series and I'm like, still Taken? Just gonna just gonna take his daughter every week? That's a lot of taking. That's like at at a certain point, you gotta look internally (laughs) and and blame yourself. Yeah. Or maybe she's You gotta be like, dude, like, what am I doing wrong as a parent? (laughs) Where this is happening not just like three times over ten years, but now 13 times in one television season? Yeah, one's a fluke, two's a trend, three's a problem. Yeah, 16 is like, <laughs> yo, 16, 16 I, a, I might send HRS after you, dude. 16 is a full series pickup is what that That's is. That's what that is. And I mean, the residuals are great, but at what cost to your <laughs> to your relationship with your child? Yeah. Are we talking about the Earth's core now or I'm, Liam Neeson? I'm pretty or, sure we're talking about the Earth's Liam Neeson. The, we're talking about the Earth's, <laughs> when Liam Neeson gets angry, there is a spike in geomagnetic energy. Maybe that's what it all is. That's what it is. Is Liam Neeson the Riddler? Is that what we've come to? Well, I think we can all agree that Jim Carrey is not the Riddler. We've not seen anymore. it, and we, we looked at it, and we were like, okay, that happened. It was an experiment. But we, we tried it, and we think that's not it, <laughs> is what we think. Uh, so, so just it was a, it was a, protect it was, yourself. Get it was ready. a period of intense fluctuation. It was unusual. They don't know what caused it. 
It could have been something localized that they don't know about as well. Yeah, they don't know how exactly. They don't know the exact. There could have been some sort of other natural phenomenon that caused this. Yeah. Something it particular to the like, region. Uh, th- yeah, it, right near Judah, there's a weird geometric, uh, ge- uh, magnetic spike, but. There's a strange black monolith near Judah. You don't know. Who knows? Maybe. Children are disappearing. <laughs> I mean, call we, Liam Neeson. Call the Earth's core. All the, the ground has gone fallow, but I'm sure that there's nothing. Fine, it's <laughs> fine. If we just make 30 more ashtrays, everything will be forgiven. <laughs> just give more ashtrays. So no, I mean, sure, this is something we want to give credence to a little bit, but it's also something we want uh, a lot more study on because I feel like this is something that we would have seen. Right? Maybe. Maybe. But maybe it's on the horizon. Maybe we're. Maybe we should all get our geomagnetic bat suits and be prepared maybe we should uh to find out watch my 30 minute presentation that i gave to the united nations uh geomagnetic spiking is it (laughs) is it (laughs) it could be or not uh are you concerned about things like this i i remember when we did uh we did a d news about flares and solar energy and how a particularly large flare in solar energy could cause uh an electromagnetic pulse right um and i remember it, it really it really frightened uh a viewer to oh. the point where like they they sent me like a really concerned message and like we had to go back and forth a little bit about it um about how kind of rare that yeah. chance would be and and all these things is this the sort of thing that you hear about that kind of freaks you out cuz i don't get freaked out it's like the beginning of Annie Hall when he's uh, the universe is expanding. Yeah, what's the point of going to school? The universe is expanding. Brooklyn isn't expanding. <laughs> yeah, guys, Brooklyn isn't expanding is what we're saying. But if you're worried that Brooklyn is expanding, let us know on Twitter. I'm at a Carboni. I'm at Jeff Canada. And hey, if you enjoyed this episode or any episode or anything, if you enjoyed anything, if you have any your day, joy in your life even at all, a small amount of joy in your heart, go to iTunes yeah. and give us five stars. Just give us that joy. Just Take the teeny bit of joy you have left yeah. and give it to us. Yeah, even if it's not about this podcast, even if you think this podcast is mediocre, but you saw a cool flower, whatever put you the have, five stars for that flower into our rating. Whatever it gave you joy, release it and give it to us. Yeah, release your joy unto us and live in only darkness <laughs> because we need those five star ratings to push us up through the iTunes algorithm and introduce the show to more concerned citizens. Yeah. So, you know. Use your joy for us just live in sadness until the inevitable magnetic apocalypse we need this from you it's the only thing we ever asked 